Welcome into Football Fridays, and we are not doing well. We just got done finishing Thursday's episode. Hopefully you watch it. If not, go back watch it now. You'll see why. Um, Wyatt, we are talking college football today. You are the college football king here, so I'm going to let you take the reins. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call myself the the football king, um, college football king. I love college football the most, I think, out of the three of us. Um, Ethan, as you can tell, is wearing very ugly colors with a um, silly-looking S on top of his hat there. Um, his boys are going to be really struggling this year. But, yeah, we're primarily a, uh, an NFL um, podcast or YouTube channel. Um, I really enjoy the college football, and it is probably because I am a Michigan fan and they've had two great seasons. Um, but yeah, I, I really like getting into college football. So we're just going to quickly talk today um, <clears throat> about the Power Five, uh, a little quick preview of the Power Five. Um, and our predictions of the winner of each of those five conferences. Um, honestly, I, we were talking on it before the show. All It's kind of hard to choose these. It's kind of hard to not pick the favorite in every single conference because it's kind of obvious. But um, I have a couple out there that are maybe slight underdogs. I know you guys probably do as well. Um, but, yeah, college football is starting. I believe the first game is on August 26th. So, um, 24 days away. Um, I know NFL starts September 7th. So college football does start, uh, I believe like 10 days before the NFL. So if you're not waiting for the NFL, make sure you dive into college football because it's coming pretty quickly. But, um, we'll just start with, uh, the big 10 since that's kind of what, uh, I think we're all big 10 fans. Me, Ethan's a Michigan state. I'm a Michigan. Um, Ben, you are, um, the school down South, uh, very <laughs> ugly school probably has a, a lot of, uh, issues down there, but, um, yeah, let's just get into it. Uh, Ethan, do you want to start with your favorite to win the Big Ten? Yeah, I'll start here. Um, so it is Wyatt's Michigan Wolverines and Ben's school from the South, Ohio State, um, as the two favorites here. Ohio State barely favored over Michigan. They're plus 165, Michigan plus 170. So they're really saying one of those two teams are going to win it. Uh, hard to debate either one not winning it. Um you know, it's not going to make Wyatt happy, but I'm going to go with Ohio State here for my winner. Um, I think it's going to come down to the Ohio State-Michigan game. Michigan's won each of the last two seasons. Um, I think it's just so hard to three-peat uh, in that rivalry, especially when both teams are as good as they are. Um, obviously, would not shock me at all if Michigan wins that game, wins this conference. Um, but if it does come down to that game, I will probably have a play on Ohio State and that's kind of what I'm banking this on. Um, other than that, I think your only other two ways to look here are Michigan State, obviously, because they're probably going to go undefeated and win it uh, out of the blue. And um, on a more serious note, I think Penn State has a shot here. I think uh, Penn State should be favored in 10 of their 12 games. Uh, they'll be underdogs against Ohio State and Michigan. I think they have the team that can play with both of those schools this year. Uh, wouldn't be shocked if they get the best of one of those teams, probably Ohio State, honestly. Um, I do somewhat think Michigan State could beat Michigan this year. It just seems like something they would do and such a down year. Michigan has such a, a big year upcoming, um, one would think. So it just seems like a Michigan State thing to do. Um, so I think Ohio State and Michigan could both be one-loss teams heading into their game. Uh, but, yeah, I'll play Ohio State plus 165 for the winner here. I think – there is one team that can win the Big Ten and potentially the college football playoffs. Um, this is a team 
that is in the state of Ohio. And that is the Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> right here. You gotta talk about them. Make sure you put the in front of it. Uh, well, I wish you dropped an egg on that shirt. <laughs> oh, I. Yeah, there's your that too. The big bag's right bags. next to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ethan. Um, quarterback questions, absolutely. Um, I think. Probably Michigan has a bit of the coaching edge. I do. I would take Harbaugh uh, over Ohio State, but I think that I really like the receivers. They still got Marvin Harrison. They got a great running back duo. They got a good defense. Um, and also, like they were saying, I'm Ohio State fan, so I'm gonna have to take my team. Yeah, I mean, honestly, can't really argue Ohio State. Um, I'm going to go with Michigan, the obvious and only correct answer. They are plus 170 on DraftKings to win the Big Ten for three straight seasons. Um, but, yeah, there's there's three contenders in the Big Ten. And for whatever reason, they're all on the same, uh, <clears throat> same side of the bracket. Uh, we got Michigan, you got Ohio State, you got Penn State. I actually have Penn State finish, finishing at 11-1, their only loss to Michigan. Um, that's going to be an incredibly tough game to miss for Michigan at uh, Happy Valley. But I do have um, Penn State actually beating Ohio State. I have Ohio State losing to both Penn State and Michigan. Um, but, yeah, I think Michigan is the most complete team. The biggest position in college football is quarterback. And Michigan is not just the only contender in the Big Ten returning a starting quarterback, but the only contender in the country um, out of the teams that were in the college football playoff um, and Alabama that are returning their starting quarterback. So I think that's such a huge edge that Michigan does have. And yes, J.J. McCarthy is still not great. Um, I wouldn't call him an elite um, quarterback, even though he is projected the third quarterback in the draft. Um, I just think they, having a quarterback is so special. And Michigan has the two best running backs probably in the country. They have the best running back in the country, and I think like the fourth best running back in the country. So the best running back duo. They have the best defense in the Big Ten. If anyone tells you Penn State's defense is better, they're bullshit. Um, best offensive line in the country and in the Big Ten, obviously, if they have the best O-line in the country. So Michigan's the most complete team. When this happens, though, Michigan always seems to underperform. That's when I, that's why I hate it. Um, we saw this back. We were talking earlier in 2007 or 2008 when Michigan kind of had the same expectations that they have this year, and they lost their first two games being Appalachian State and then Oregon. As of right now, preseason, I got to take them to win it all, um, and I'm talking the national championship. But they're going to win the Big Ten um, plus 170. Um, I am very nervous about Penn State. I would love to sprinkle in Penn State. I believe they're plus 600 or plus 650. I think that's a steal. Um, it's either going to be Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. And honestly, it's a flip of the coin. So if you can get Penn State at plus 600 in a coin flip, I mean, that's a, that's worth the sprinkle. But that's, that's going to be a pretty competitive conference. And uh, um, I can't wait to use UCLA and USC come in so they can realign the divisions because it's so – Oh, outweighed. It's stupid. But um, yeah, it's gonna be a good year. And I'm excited for the Big Ten. Um, let's transfer over to the Big 12 that maybe has one year left of actually being a conference. They are so close to just being dissolved. Um, but Ethan, you want to start with your Big 12? Yeah, this one, I'm not super proud of here. But um, I am gonna take Texas at the even odds. Um, I think they have the best uh, returning team best shot here. Um, Quinn Ewers, I think, is going to be the quarterback that uh, he started to be last year. I think he's only going to get better. Um, I, you know, really wanted to say Kansas State here, but they lost a lot of their pieces from last year. I liked that team a lot last year with uh, Martinez and uh, Deuce Vaughn, um, some of those guys. But obviously they lost a lot. TCU lost uh, 
basically. I mean, everyone that brought them to that um, playoff last year. Um, so, yeah, I just – I mean, I know Texas has Bama early. It's going to be a tough test for them. Um, I think they can win that game. They should have beat Bama last year when they played. Um, but yeah, I think if Texas can get the ball rolling early, they're going to be hard to stop. So I'm going to lay the plus 100 with Texas. Nothing sexy about it. Not proud of it. Um, like you said, the Big 12 is kind of a dying conference. Um, haven't paid too much attention in the offseason to it. So I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say about it, kind of get more information from you guys. But, yeah, for the sake of uh, the show, I will give out Texas even odds. I'm going Texas as well. Um, I think the hype on K-State is just carryover from last year. I think that they are a huge fade. Um, when's the last time you've really been in on a Kansas football team? Never. Um, I don't want to say never, but not in a long time. Um, if the quarterback for Texas is able to hold off Arch Manning, which I think just even with a name that big, people are you're going to get pressure to start him. But in a very winnable division, I think that Texas has a chance to really take over. Yeah. I'm going to be in agreement with all, but with both of you, I'm also taking Texas. Um, the only other team that I think would have any sort of a chance is Oklahoma, and they underperformed terribly last year. Um, I also don't think uh, Venables is a good coach. I don't think he's good enough to be a head coach, especially at uh, Oklahoma. So I think Texas is a clear and obvious um, answer here. Quinn Ewers. Uh, it's kind of a dog. Um, I know he's battling with Arch Manning. I would think Texas would love to keep Arch Manning um, if they can not play him um, and like possibly save his red shirt. But yeah, Quinn, Quinn Ewers is a pretty solid guy. Um, the Big 12 is going to be terrible this year. They also are absorbing a bunch of the American. I know they absorbed Cincinnati, who now doesn't have Fickle. Um, they absorbed uh, Houston, who's terrible. Um, he's going to be terrible this year. Um, and then uh, one or two other schools. So they they have an easy schedule, and um, I think Texas is just going to smoke these teams. Um, so nothing really crazy with the Big 12. Again, it's a conference that's dying. It's not going to be here for very much longer. Um, let's go to the other conference that's probably going to be in the next couple of years. It's going to be the Big 10 in this conference, and that is the SEC. Ethan, you want to start us? Actually, I can start us off with this one because um, I'm going to go – I believe I think it was you, um, Ben, that said it's really hard to win twice or three times, um, and that's what Bama or sorry, that's what Georgia is trying to do in the SEC. Um, so I'm actually going to go with Bama to take um, the realm uh, in the title from uh, Georgia and win it this year at plus 300. Again, both teams don't have a quarterback. Um, I think Bama has a better recruiting class, and um, obviously Georgia lost a lot on defense. And can they keep? Um, doing this every single year where they lose seven, eight, nine stars on defense. And then you can't keep reloading like that. And Bama can. Um, so I have Bama actually winning the SEC this year. <clears throat> yeah, I am the exact same with you here. I like Bama. Um, Georgia actually plays in Philadelphia now in the NFL. So <laughs> <got> my joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, their, their fearless 40-year-old leader is also gone. He's out in L.A., so. Um, yeah, I, it kind of is similar to the big 10. This is going to be a coin flip. Uh, it's probably going to come down to Bama versus Georgia straight up. Uh, I'm going to take the plus 300 on Bama all day in that. Um, I'll probably actually play this here pretty soon. I like Bama plus 300. I think the odds are way too good for a team that is, has the best head coach in the country. Uh, the best success in the last probably 15 years in the country. Uh, you can never count them out. You know, they lose players, they keep reloading, they do it all the time. Um, so, 
yeah, I don't know too much about the Alabama team going into this year, but I know they're going to be good. Uh, they still have Nick Saban. They still have the recruiting. So, yeah, I'll take plus 300 on uh, the uh, Alabama coin flip here. I'm going to take Georgia. I, I was going to say the Philadelphia Eagles, Ethan, because you're absolutely right. Um, I'm going with Georgia just because I think that they're the new Alabama. So back when Alabama was winning all those national championships, everybody wanted to go to Bama because that's where you go if you want to get drafted. We're seeing all these people getting drafted out of Georgia. Georgia, super talented team. Um, even though they lost some, they're going to be getting some new transfers and kids from high school coming in. I want to make a name for themselves. So I'm going to stick with Georgia for the moment. I have one last thing to say about that. Um I saw a thing today that said Stetson Bennett and Sonny Michelle played on the same Georgia team in 2017. <clears throat> Sonny Michelle has been drafted, played for three teams, won two, two Super Bowls, and retired before Stetson Bennett has even played his first snap in the NFL. <laughs> That's gross. That's nuts. I also, um, not related, but I saw, and we won't talk about this team because they're non, not in the conference, but Notre Dame has now, now has Sam Hartman from uh, Wake Forest. He's like, I think he's almost 20, he's like 26 years old as a fifth year or six year senior. So um, that COVID year is crazy. He also looks like he's 45 years old. He's a full beard. Um, very, very good looking gentleman. But yeah, kind of the same thing. That COVID year, we're, we, we're still experiencing players that are 26 years old, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's go to uh, the final two conferences. I really don't care much about either of these. I think they're um, far inferior to the other conferences, but um, we'll start with the ACC. Um, a tough, tough two teams, I think it's in here, maybe three if you want to include it, but some crazy odds. Um, I think it's a deadlock between um, Clemson and Florida State. Um, but then as soon as you get past that, it's pretty, I think they're all like plus a thousand past that. Um, so I'm interested to see what you guys got for that one. Yeah, it's tough to look past the <clears throat> top two here. Um, you know, North Carolina's kind of been making a rumble as of late, last five, six years probably, but um, can't get to the window with them. Louisville, I'm not too impressed with. I'm kind of shocked their odds are plus 1,000 as well, tied with North Carolina. Um, but I am going to go with Clemson here by a nose. Um, Clemson has not been down by any means, but kind of disappointing the last couple of years. DJ Ugalele, or however you pronounce that name. Um <clears throat> Hasn't been quite what they expected as the um, guy to take over after Trevor Lawrence got drafted, but um, I still think he is a good quarterback. I think this team is good. Dabo Sweeney, uh, another top coach in the country. Florida State, they kind of have, you know, the hype coming in. They're maybe the New York Jets of college football, if you will. Um, You know, with – I just lost his name, that quarterback. Number 13, I think. Yeah, Travis. Jordan oh, yeah. Travis. Jordan Travis, Jordan yeah. Travis. Um, Jordan Travis should be <clears throat> pretty good. Um, up there for the Heisman. They just got my Michigan State boy, Keon Coleman, at wide receiver. Uh, he's a dog. He'll fit right in with that team. Um, but just kind of think they're, you know, they're the team that hasn't been real good for the last few years, and now they're expected to be really good again, uh, which they should be. But I'm just going to keep riding with Clemson here. I think Clemson is uh, – as about as consistent as Bama has been. That's so fair. I went back and forth on this one so much. I wrote Florida State, and then I crossed it out, and then I wrote Clemson, and then I crossed it out, and then I wrote Florida State again. So Matt Lassare, we're going Florida State, man. Um, 
they have eight returning starters on offense and nine on defense. Um, I do agree. I think Clemson has the coaching edge, but I think Mike Norvell, um, I think he's going to do a fine job. Um, I think that continuity is a big thing. A lot more, obviously, in the NFL, but I think the better you know the guy that you're playing next to, and they have their main running back, receiver, and quarterback again. So I think that Florida State, they got a good chance to uh, to win a winnable conference. Yeah, this was a tough one for me. I think everyone is very high on Florida State. I think everyone like wants like a change in the ACC. It's been Clemson forever, um, at least like the last, I don't know, 10 years. Um, so I think people are ready for a change and they, and they want to take Florida State. I just I think I just got to go with the safe play and take Clemson. Um, Clemson's at plus 145. I think it's a great cool. bet. Um, I just think Florida State's a little over um, overstimulated. I just don't think they've proven themselves enough. Um, they had one decent season last year. I think they had nine wins, maybe. I, maybe they got to 10. Um, Clemson, Clemson definitely struggled, but Clemson was almost in the uh, – I think they won the ACC still. So um, I think Clemson is just the more consistent team, and I think everyone's just wanting Florida State for change. And that's, a, I don't think, a great reason um, that a lot of people have for that bet. So I think the safe bet's Clemson. Um, again, my list is is kind of um, it's it's hard again not to take the favorites here, but I think Clemson's a a decent play. Um, now moving on to the conference, the Pac-12 that literally will not be here in 2024. It's not going to exist. Um, we have UCLA and USC moving to the Big Ten. Um, someone else just said they're going somewhere. I forget who that is. Um, Big 12. Uh, no idea where Oregon's going. They'll probably go SEC. Um, shoot, who's that other team that said they're going to Big 12? I don't know, but this con- it might have been. This conference is literally not – it's not going to exist in, after this season. Um, but, yeah, there are some pretty heavy hitters here, um, so I'm interested to see what you guys think. I, I Before I hand it off to you guys, I'll tell you, not my bet, but um, I'm going against logic here and going pure emotion because I hate one of these teams so much that I can never bet them. So uh, bad reasoning, again, I was just making fun of people for a bad reasoning for a bet. This one's pure emotional for me. Um, no logic behind it. But, Ethan, you want to start? Yeah, um, I think I know what team we're talking about. <clears throat> Mine is also a little emotional, but a little logic behind it. If I have my players right, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to take Oregon plus 300 here. Um, I do tend to favor Oregon. I would consider myself an Oregon fan. Um, but I am hoping and thinking Bo Nix is kind of going to break out this year. Um, played really well with Oregon last year, never made it, uh, when he was playing for Auburn, never lived up to his name there, but, um, I think Oregon's a better place for him. Uh, was impressed by him last year. Uh, USC, I think lost some key pieces. They do have Caleb Williams who, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's the Heisman favorite heading into the year. Um, so obviously a big hype around USC. Um, and I think they'll be good too, but yeah, I just, I like the consistency of Oregon, um, I think Oregon maybe has a little chip on their shoulder uh, with USC and UCLA leaving the Pac-12. I think they're kind of going to want to prove their dominance um, in the the Pac-12. So I think at the plus 300, again, this could kind of be a coin flip as well between the two. Um, And I'll take the plus 300 on Oregon here. The ACC and Pac-12 were the ones I went back and forth the most on. And I have a bunch of teams written down with their names crossed out. And I think just like before, like I could absolutely see Clemson winning 100%, but went with Florida State. I had Oregon down just because of my love for Bo Nix. I love that guy. Um, 
I scratched them out and I put USC just because I think that um, Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley, I think that's the best quarterback coach duo that in, in the back 12. I also think that they knew that their trouble going into this year was their defense. So I'm hoping that they were able to get some new fresh blood in there to really revamp that defense. If they did, then I think that they're going to have a really, really good season. And if not, then absolutely Oregon could take it. But I think that they're going to be better and better prepared going into this year. Yeah, I, I mean, you back that up pretty well. I just hate USC. I can't stand yeah. them. I hated them my whole life. I hate them even more that they have Caleb Williams. I hate them even more after that, that they have Lincoln Riley. Um, I think Caleb Williams is a little bitch. I think Lincoln Riley yeah. is a terrible coach that only has offense. It was proven like all they get us lost to Tulane because they didn't play any defense. I can't wait till they come to the Big Ten, play in doesn't matter where Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State in in November and freeze their balls off and just get exposed. Um, anyways, so I I just hate USC. Also, I think they got a little lucky last year. Um, I I just think they're they're inevitably going to have a, a downfall of a year. So I'm I'm not a big USC fan. I also took Oregon at plus three hundred. I love Bo Nix, like I think we're all in agreement with. Just looks like an Oregon quarterback. Looks like a really cool dude. Um, I think he had a great season last year. They got screwed by a couple games. Um, but I think Oregon's probably going to take it this year. Also a really sneaky team, kind of like in the um, – what conference? Like the Big Ten um, with uh, Penn State or um, the Big 12 with uh, – actually, no, the Big 12, no one. But I don't know. I was talking about another team. Um but anyways, I think Washington um, has great value as well. They're yes. also going to smoke Michigan State on my wedding day, by the way. Um, yeah, week three. That's going to be – we're going to have that on the wedding at the ceremony. Michigan State losing 56-0 to to Washington. Oh, um, Ethan, but, uh, yeah, they got Penix, Penix Jr. He's like the third Heisman um, favorite this year um, out of Washington. He's They're going to have a sneaky good team as well. Um, Utah is going to have a down year. Um, and then everyone else in the Pac-12 is garbage. So um, I think it's all Oregon's, to be honest, and we all know USC plays zero defense. So um, I think Oregon has a good shot um, at plus 300. Um, I really like that play. Um, so that's the Power Five. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Again, not too in-depth, just talking about the winners. Maybe we can talk about, uh, you know, schedule predictions or, or other bets we like on the, in the future. But, um, yeah, just kind of wanted to remember college football um because we're all we're primarily nfl but we can't forget about college football saturday's greatest time um in the world um so yeah really excited for college football season do you guys have anything else um to add to this i'm glad you hit washington because i really like yeah. washington in that conference too yeah i'm pissed that michigan state somehow draws them like every year every other year cause they always beat us but um yeah you're probably right 56-0 sounds pretty on <laughs> on the dot um but yeah, last thing I'll say, we'll probably get quite a bit of Big Ten content out, I would say, if not more college. I mean, we'll we'll do a lot of college football, I think, but um, just happenstance that we have a Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State, kind of that triangle of uh, rivalries there. So it's just kind of interesting to – we all got randomly randomly met and have fandoms to those teams. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll have some Big Ten content. Just we're just missing Penn State. So if anyone from Pennsylvania wants to come and sponsor the show and be a, a Penn, Penn State advocate, we're all all ears. We're always uh, you could use a sponsor and we could uh, honestly just give us money and uh, we'll, we'll have you on the show and talk Penn State a little bit. 
We could also use a Rutgers person. So if there's a Rutgers fan out, oh wait, no, there's not. (laughs) (laughs) That's gonna do it for this episode of Better and Green. Thank you guys for watching. We're gonna have more college football content coming out. We do have the college football king here with us. Um, So make sure you guys subscribe. We're running that promotion down below. A dollar for every uh, subscriber we have. Goes to St. Jude up until kickoff. Chiefs versus Lions. If you can't tell, we have a Chiefs fan here and some Lions fans. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace, guys. See you guys. See you guys. You better start listening to the Better in Green podcast. You will not regret it. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And hey, I'm Dean Blandino. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better in Green, eh? To Better in Green, eh? To Better in Green, hey. Listen in and cash out. That's what it's all about. Come on, let's make cash now. We always on spot and we cover all spot from the bottom to the top. Hey, shout out to Ethan, shout out to Wyatt, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green. <laughs>